Hello, everyone. I'm Kayla. And I'm Silas. And this is The Adventures of Kayla and Silas, a podcast about everything travel. Each week, Kayla ruins the episode by cooking something in the middle of it. Are you... Do you have any more to do with it? Are you just taking them out? Huh? You're just taking them out? Yeah, I'm Okay. I'm sorry. We'll start over. It's okay. <laughs> she decided it was time for muffins, so... <laughs> I've been trying to... I meant to make those muffins like eight different times. Uh-huh. Sure. Now we have muffins. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Kayla. And I'm Silas. And this is The Adventures of Kayla and Silas, a podcast about everything travel. Each week, we cover travel topics that we find interesting and that we hope you will, too. This week, we have a very exciting guest. As usual, most of our guests are exciting. And this one is particularly exciting because he's the guest on the show today. His name is Liam, and he is from London and has his own uh, YouTube and blog presence online. Uh, you can find him under Life is a Dream. But without further ado, Liam, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on here. And hopefully I can spread some good joy and get some other people out there traveling, jumping into it. So. Absolutely. That's, what, that's exactly what we're about today. So... Um, First off, let's jump right in with, with uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your travel background. We want to know, we want to get to know you as a person. Yep. Uh, so starting with how I started traveling, I would take it back to like two years ago. I kind of decided on a Wednesday that I was going to go around Europe. And on the Friday, I was getting off the ferry to Roscoff in France. Just oh, cool. Left, told no one. <laughs> um, <laughs> rang my parents when I was halfway across the sea, asking them to pick my car up from uh, Plymouth, which is a small town based down in the bottom of the UK. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was on the way to France. Kind of That's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ch changed quite a lot, <laughs> a lot in my life. But. So what were you doing? What were you doing before that? Were you, I mean, you were working, you were doing something, you just decided to drop everything and go, go travel? Yeah. The typical nine to five job doing laboring. I still yep. do that now as in when I'm not traveling to make money to travel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, but, we all have to do something, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. But yeah, just kind of fell in love with it and started by walking. <laughs> just yep. started walking. That's super cool. I, I've read a couple of your blogs and, and watched some of your videos, and you've done lots of very interesting hitchhiking and yeah. other just adventure trips, different places. Before we jump into all of that, I, I like your name for your blog and for your YouTube page, Life is a Dream. And if you can just tell us a little bit about how you came to that. We we came up with the adventures of Kayla and Silas. It's, it's pretty straightforward. You know what you're going to get there, but Life is a Dream, I really yeah. like that title. So the main meaning behind it is I want my life to be like, everyone has that dream. So I want my life to be the dream that obviously I want. Yeah. And pretty like, self-explanatory, obviously, like I've just said. But before all of that, I jumped around different names. And a uh, couple was travel by any means. And then I realized I was kind of a spin-off from a documentary that I later realized. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I've got to change this. <laughs> and then, yeah, come up with Life is a Dream. That's what I want my life to be. Super catchy. I like it a lot. 
So you you've done a lot of travel throughout uh, Europe. Where I guess where all have you been to? Uh, so France, Belgium, uh, Germany, Holland, uh, Slovenia, Austria, Croatia. Wow. Um, going to Switzerland in eight days. Oh wow! And then Budapest in December, hopefully. Oh, that'd so, be cool. That's Europe. That that is that is, that's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you traveled outside Still, of Europe yet? Yep, I've done a month in India at the beginning of the year, which I didn't even touch. Like touch the sides on that. Such a big country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, done a tour with G Adventures and I kind of thought I didn't really want to go there just and wing it on my own. Bit of a different background right. there. So mm-hmm. went with a tour group and done a bit of Canada when I was younger and Ireland. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. That's a lot that's a lot of popping around. Um we have we've personally looked at, at India and yeah. yeah, it it is not a if you say you're going to India for a, a weekend trip, you're not really doing <laughs> India. You're just kind of. No, no I don't even think a month. But I no, agree with you. It would be it easier, not. like with a more organized tour. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a very, I don't like being organized. <laughs> like, <Okay>. I like <laughs> kind of making it up as I go. And so personally, I wouldn't again. But. For somewhere where you haven't been or somewhere like that, I do recommend yeah. doing it, especially if you're traveling. Maybe for your first, first couple time. weeks. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, I like that. Uh, I like that style of travel. It's uh, it is intimidating to a lot of um, a lot of people, and that's actually our, our, our next question right on here is what type of travel do you tend to do, and how do you categorize your preferred style of travel? It sounds very spontaneous. But... Yeah, that would pretty much just sum it up just have <laughs> one word is spontaneous would just sum me up because I, I, like I said I prefer if you meet say you meet someone or a group of people and they're going somewhere else well if you've got a plan ahead you can't kind of like ditch those plans and go oh, wherever sure. they was going yeah um, yeah I'm very off the cuff type of travelling I'll book a one way flight and that's about it figure it out it uh, uh, hitchhiking. Yeah, it definitely keeps uh, it keeps your travel stories super vibrant because yeah. there there's not all. I mean, especially when I know this is something that we run into when we talk to family and friends about where we're going. Oh, we're going to go here, and we have sometimes we'll have a loose itinerary or a more detailed itinerary depending on the circumstances. Yeah, and so we're saying, oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and it's going to be really, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited, and we come back, and they they say, how was your trip? And we say, great, we did X, Y, and Z, and so the stories from the before and after sound almost identical. Um, We get to say, yes, it actually was fun, rather than we hope it will be fun. Uh, But if you just take off and go and run into some people. Yeah, then you come back and people are like, what did you do? And you're like, well, let me tell you, I have a huge story. (laughs) These guys (laughs) and those people and yeah, Um, super cool. Uh, So you've done a lot of travel from lots of different places. Uh, What would you say are some of your 
favorite destinations that you've been to and not necessarily limited to uh, the, the European adventures you've had recently, but throughout your whole travel experiences? Throughout the whole, India would definitely be, definitely be number one because it was such a culture shock. You, you've you've got to go there with an open mind, and you've got to just mm. kind of like embrace it, jump headfirst in, and then Slovenia, specifically Lake Bled. I've been back there three times already, <laughs> and I just love it. Just so peaceful, relaxing. But that'd be the top some, two. I guess uh, why? I guess what are some of the the big things that you did in those two places that really made you fall in love with? Um, traveling there Slovenia is when I've always gone there it's mainly just been like out in the nature so, or in the mountains all of that type of thing and it's kind of always been at like the end of my trip so I've been going through cities and then I've just had that time just to relax and just, mm. just oh, sure. enjoy it and sit back for a week so that's probably the main reason and I'm a very outdoors type of person and then India, like I said, just the culture. And I find with a lot a lot of countries nowadays, media, they'll portray like there's a certain thing about a certain country. But until you actually go there and embrace it, you don't know. know and most of the time it's wrong. That's what I found. Yeah. So or it's oversimplified. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. We... We completely agree. We we were just talking with. Uh, well, I was. Um, I had a, a, a business dinner the other night with some clients for videography. I do that on the side, and it was. It came up talking about cultures. Somebody in the group had traveled a ton, grew up traveling, grew up moving around the world, and we started having this very same, a very similar conversation where I was like, you know, it's it's super important for people to travel and to experience firsthand other cultures because you're right the media gets it wrong a lot yeah. of the time so it's not a, it's not a full picture the the media only has the opportunity to share with you in you know less than five minutes what the idea is that they're trying to convey and you can't explain or or paint a picture of an entire culture in that amount of time and so no. you get get very uh very pinholed um, amounts of information that that aren't helpful. I, I feel they sure. they're, well, they're only ever going to show what they want you to see anyway. As well, mm. so Absolutely. you can't really know what's like what's true and what's not unless you do it yourself. Well, and people are individuals, so right, yeah. Even if you could Definitely. generalize for a nation, you're still going to find so much diversity within that country. All right, very cool. This this got very uh, this got very deep for it all of a sudden. Right there. <laughs> Just jump right into it's, you know solving all the world's problems. Philosophy of humanity. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> this the show covers a lot, people. If you're listening right now, you're you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a lot of information today. <laughs> Um, next up in our line of questioning, as we, uh, just rapid fire these at you, uh, <laughs> yeah, just chuck them my way. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love most about travel? Um, what do I love most? The range of people that you meet would probably be my number one. Um, number two, I don't know, I just, 
I don't know why. I just love it. As soon as I started doing it, I just like it's just like in something I always meant to do. Yeah. Like at home, I never feel at home. Doesn't like, get bored really quickly. And <laughs> as soon as I I got booked another flight, I've got to be on the move. Mm. Um, yeah. But pinpointing something completely why I love it. Um, having that it sounds just like the the thrill of the adventure and yeah. there's not a lot of adventure in in day to day not really no nope. <laughs> uh, it's it's something that is um and you like to travel a lot too and there are a lot of people yeah. that we talk to who are um don't have it sounds like you have a very high threshold for adventure which is super cool and there are yeah. a lot of people who don't have that high of a threshold Right. They're, like I have cousins, for instance, who travel, but to them, that just means they go to a beach once a year to the same resort, yeah. to the same resort. They they'll go to a resort and they're like, we got to travel this year. Like that's, it is a, it yeah. definitely is a style is of travel. And style of travel. Yeah. I personally call it tourism. <laughs> <laughs> Some people really, uh, but really, I think it comes down to your own personal uh, threshold for adventure and what adventure means to you. And so when yeah. you look at that and you go, wow, that was a big step for me to go out of the country, even if it is to a resort. Well, you know, that's a stepping stone to maybe a bigger adventure down the road. But, you know, for you... Uh, your your story is very unique. That on a Wednesday you said, "I think I want to go travel." <laughs> and then on Friday you were gone. That's yeah, yeah it was a it's something that's building up for a while, and then just kind of. I was always the type of person like, "Oh yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." But I always found an excuse. And yeah. Then mm-hmm. One day it was like, ah, "I'm gone." <laughs> no, do no more excuses. So, it's time to just yeah, pull off the bandage, jump in. Yep. Yeah. Um, super cool. Well, this is the part, this next question though, I feel like can go on and on. And so we might have to, uh, cut you off at some point so that we can get to eating the brownies that Kayla decided to make right in the muffins muffins right at the beginning of the podcast. So what are some of the funniest slash craziest travel stories that you have in your arsenal and really, you know, no holds bar here. Just tell us everything. Um, (laughs) I'll start with. Obviously, you guys have heard of couch surfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Haven't, so, I haven't done that yet, but you haven't we've talked about it. Such a good experience. <laughs> but, or it can be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I obviously like, messaged the guy on there, and it came out it was nudist. Um, so, okay. rock gutter <laughs> in Belgium. Not the um I'm sorry, I rang him first, and he was like, I'm still at work, Keith, by the door, but I've walked in. There's this, the next thing, there's like this random guy just walking around, swinging freely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And go, I've just, like, like I do with most things, jumped in, put the bags down, kit off. <laughs> so wait, um, that wasn't on his profile? It no, was. Oh. It, it was on his profile. It like his. It says if you if you are staying, he prefers if you just like embrace it and kind of live yeah, that lifestyle for that period of time. Um, <laughs> Why <then> not? <laughs> it was probably me 
jumping to conclusions, but I assumed when they said a couple, it was like him, his wife, it wasn't. <laughs> and it was, yeah. So it was a like gay couple. Which, uh-huh. That's fine anyway. And um, <laughs> it was just the fact of not being told. So then you, we come in and we, by the end of it, there was five guys sat around the kitchen or the kitchen table eating dinner that he had cooked, playing Scrabble, like completely stark naked. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it's definitely an experience that I'll probably, I will probably do it again. To be fair, I'll probably stay with him again. Good, good lad. Like. And then from that, I met a Greek guy that I carried on hitchhiking with. And we ended up on the autobahn and got the first we got picked up by the cops. And they took us back into the city. And he's like, "We need to get away from the city. You just can't, you can't hitchhike. You can get out of there very easily." Hmm. And then we've gone back onto the autobahn. Straight away, got picked up by some guy. He's like, "Oh, I can't go across the border." And we was like, "All right, seems a bit dodgy in, in itself. Like, <laughs> we couldn't go through the toll and." Like when cops everywhere, we've gone down these back lanes. Okay. And then next thing is like, uh, you like smoke weed or do MDMA and all this type of stuff. And then it com- comes out, <laughs> yeah, I got out of prison two weeks ago. Oh gosh, <laughs> we're just like we're we're in the middle of nowhere now, and like we just got to just take it, just sit in the car and see what happens. <laughs> so he's gone down these like dirt lanes, and we're like bricking it. Absolutely bricking it now. And he's like, oh, two minutes, lots of doors gets out. And he goes to, like, it's just like an, looks like an abandoned farm house thing. He comes oh, back out and goes, gosh. yeah, this. And we thought, we thought, oh yeah, he's only gone to pick, pick up a small amount, 150, like, grams of all this stuff. And we're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh go gosh. for a head. Oh my god, are we gonna end up mules? And like, <laughs> it's just so dodgy. But <laughs> in the in the end, yeah, what he was doing. Did he ask you to hide any of it for him? In, at any no, point? no. He, okay, he okay. took us back. Took us back to like his mate's house and that. I was like, yeah, you stay here, stay here. We party. So we'd like free drink all night, and then he took us three hours all the way to Amsterdam the next day. But wow. at that initial time when you're in the car, it's like. You can't even describe like the feelings. It's like this is. I might be in prison soon. Yeah, this is how this is how I die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's probably the two most strangest things that happened on the road. Oh gosh, That's funny. Do you so, always so hitchhike far. with someone else? No, meet people on the road. Normally do it on my own, and then just meet other hitchhikers. That would make me so nervous to hitchhike by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Couch surfing, not so much because th- there's it's like an online that. profile and you can rate people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You don't always have to get in the car. That's what I say to people as well. Like, yeah. they might stop, but if they, you kind of get that like gut feeling, you don't have to get in the car. Right. I've never turned down a lift, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to get in the car. I'm going to. So I'll see yeah, you later. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, gosh, those are some pretty crazy. Can, can you can you also jump into the story that you outlined? Because you wrote a, a blog post recently about that, um, another hitchhiking experience. Uh, yeah, the band there, uh, when we got like, 
left behind. <laughs> yeah. What, um, what was, yeah. Tell, tell us that story. Cause that story just seemed out there also. We, we started in, so we was on the Croatian coast near a small camp at Camp Thomas. And we've been waiting for, must be nearly two hours in total. This guy pulled up. He's like, yeah, fine. It's stop. stop. It's like 33. Yeah. <laughs> Ran out of war already. Um, so we got in. <laughs> fine and everything was like going all good because i'll stop at the next town to get water just fuel the car and right but yeah that sounds like fun and after that stop they got back in there three three other guys and then obviously me and who i was traveling with and um they just kind of it was just being suspicious and it might have been at that time i thought oh no it's probably just a language barrier so you feel a bit more nervous mm. and it's like whispering mm. and then laughing and just kind of put me like off, uh, off guard and that. Yeah. And then we stopped at another town. It was like 25, 30 kilometers away from Zada. And um, they was like, oh, we've got to find a friend or something. So we've done like a couple laps of the block and then I, I eased off and I was like, this is like, and so the travel partner eased off as well. We sat by the car then. The bag was still in the car. So I'm not going to get dicked walking around this block and then they go off with everything. Yeah. And then, so we sat there for about another hour. And oh my gosh. I just like, like everything's just going through your head. Like, oh, what if this? What if that? And oh man. <laughs> trying to like picture out all these different scenarios. Um, Finally, he'd come back and he's like, oh, I've got, got to take my friend. I'll be back in 10 minutes. I was like, no, I'll take my bags out first, thanks. And he was like kind of shocked, like giving that shock look that I was asking, like I didn't trust him. So once we, we took the bags out and then he was like, I'll be back in 10 minutes. And we left it half to, half an hour because I'll always give someone the benefit of the doubt. And he might have been genuine, but gave it half an hour. I was like, no. Nah. He's not going I'm not back. waiting any. <laughs> He's not coming back. <laughs> and um, oh by this time, it was like five, half five. And it was like, we could either carry all our stuff, like two or three miles, walk up to the autobahn, which we didn't really know which way it was anyway. Yeah. But in the end, we, we booked an Uber and spent like 50 pounds on an Uber <laughs> to get oh, to the gosh. city. But I'd rather get there. And I've done that before. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a <laughs> short story. Like, but. We uh, that that happened to me one time when, and did we talk? We just talked about this last week on the podcast. Yeah, and it was one of your one travel of nightmares. Travel nightmares where yeah, this uh, my girlfriend at the time, she decided that she wanted to, uh, well, we had to take a bus from the airport to Frankfurt because we yeah. did Ryanair, so it was a long bus ride. It was like an yeah. hour, hour bus ride. Well, we were talking, we weren't really paying attention to where we were at and we thought we got off the bus in Frankfurt. And I, w- I was like, let me just ask to make sure we're getting off of the right place. And she said, no, don't ask. That will be embarrassing. Normally it's blokes that are like that. <laughs> I'm like, why? I need, to, I need to ask. We need to make sure we're getting off of the right place because we don't want to get off in the wrong town because that would suck. And then we got off oh, yeah. 30 minutes still away from Frankfurt. And the bus was three pounds to get 
three euro to get from the airport to Frankfurt. Three pounds. That's it. And the taxi the, the ride. The taxi ride from where we were at <laughs> was a hundred euro. And I think I said ninety last week, but like ninety, hundred euro, and it was it was ridiculous. So yeah. Yeah, it's not good. That's not good at all. So always when better to ask. Always better to ask. Yeah, yeah. So when, definitely. So when you're doing this this travel, uh, especially with hitchhiking, are you planning yeah. out a lot of times where you're going to stay, or are you hoping to like essentially stay with kind whoever of. you're riding with? <laughs> no, I'll um, I'll try and plan ahead, and then just I just like wing it. I'll use um, Hitchwiki a lot of the time for like. Uh, popular places where I'm people hitchhike and they'll give reviews of how quick and how easy it was to get it from there. Mm. Huh. Um, I'll normally, if I can, I'll get like a bus outside of the city or outside of town, like say right on the motorway or the highway, that type of thing. Yeah. It's a lot easier. Um, accommodation, I just, if I get a couch surf, I'll couch surf or I'll get a hostel. If I turn up somewhere late, I've slept in bus stations, uh, train stations, tram stations, oh, yeah. <laughs> abandoned houses. <laughs> just, oh, wow. <laughs> like, like, like abandoned buildings, that type of thing. Roughed up the street. It's just, it's have, a, have like you, a couple of hours. Do you ever have any run-ins with uh, police officials? Not, run, like... not for that type of thing. I haven't. I've heard of stories where people have, but yeah. Europe's pretty free for it. You get quite a lot of hitchhikers. Yeah, I was going to say, I think hitchhiking culture in Europe is a lot different than in the U.S. Yeah, I've heard that it's going to be pretty hard over there. Uh, Well, yeah, it it really can be. Nobody nobody stops for, especially where we're at in Iowa, nobody really stops for anyone. Um, You might get, I've heard, and I could be completely off base about this, but I've heard semi-drivers sometimes are more likely to stop for someone but not necessarily. I, I don't know that it's not any more likely um, a case. I do you, have. You see people every now and then, but it's it's not very common, right? More often, you'll see somebody trying to hitchhike because their car ran out of gas, and they're like, "I just need a, I just need a lift up to the next gas station, yeah, so that I can try and get a lift back to get my car running again." <laughs> you know, that's yeah. Yeah, not someone the, going 300 kilometers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other thing. <laughs> Everything here is so much more spread out. So you're not asking yeah, for right. a 20-minute ride. You're asking for a three-hour ride. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yeah, no. very fast. I would think that there would be more options for hitchhiking along the coasts where there are more cities populated. But yeah, at I that point, then there's a lot more public transportation that yeah, people be trying. Expensive. That's less expensive yeah. and less of a hassle than trying to find a ride from someone that you don't know, but yeah, interesting yeah. stuff. Um, very cool. I, I want to move on to kind of this, this last talking point here, but what advice do you have for people who are looking to do hitchhiking in, in Europe or uh, just kind of this spontaneous travel? Maybe, maybe advice for both because they're, um, they're very, yeah, they're both topics. quite separate. Uh, spontaneous is, is pretty much, in the name, really. <laughs> I know it, it. I know it can be like nerve wracking and very like daunting. To just go get up and do something, but it's going to be the best experience you ever have. Like majority of people that I've met, once they actually jump up and 
just say, right, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Then they don't really look back, and they don't. I haven't met anyone that said they've regretted it yet. Um, the best thing I would say, obviously, you're still going to have to book the flights if you're flying out to start somewhere. So yeah. even if it's just a fifty pound flight from London to Slovenia or Germany, just a one way, you will naturally you will just be like, uh, I'm in this other country. I've got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So yep. with the whole spontaneous thing, naturally <laughs> human beings are gonna figure it out and gonna have to sort something when they're out there. So put put yourself in a sink or it. swim situation. Yeah. And then really yeah, force yourself to swim. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Like you can't really get much more spontaneous than yourself and leaving. Yep. Um the hitchhiking, there would be if you haven't done it before, I would suggest finding someone to do it with. I use, um, on Facebook, there's loads of hitchhiking groups, which you put down your route or where you want to go, all that. And the majority of the time, you'll get someone to say, oh, I, I can meet you at your second stop, at your second city. Or oh, sure. I can meet you right at the beginning. May never have met them. Like, have these Skype conversations, we'll have to get to know each other, meet out there. Right. And then, hitchhiking with someone especially I've had a few like females that will say should they travel and in my experience or what I've been told females should get they, there should they a lot quicker than males <laughs> oh, so, should, should they hitchhike you're saying yeah if they hitchhike if a female hitchhikes on their own oh, I know yeah, yeah, why yeah. Pe- people will say oh yeah they're traveling too but that's just personal preference Right. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that there were Facebook groups for mm-hmm. that. And, and, yeah. uh, uh, you said there was a wiki, uh, Hitchwiki. yeah, hitch wiki. Yeah. That's super cool because that, um, that makes the whole notion less scary to me that there's, uh, well, then you know the name of the person and their profile. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it sounds similar to couch surfing at that point where you just get to go hang out at a stranger's house, but there's a point of contact you have the the opportunity to get to meet somebody beforehand. There's some sort of uh, paper trail in case they get weird, you know, or, or whatever. Yeah. But it's uh, that's a really cool. Yeah, you resource. can find people to travel with through that. Yeah, and I, I think if I remember right, in Germany there are even some websites where you can essentially book car shares in advance. Yeah, there's um, blah blah car. That's one. Yeah, blah blah. It's, it's like. Seven, or seven euros if you're out there to go so far if someone else to go in there or whatever price they put down and then yeah it's kind of like a it's a bit like Uber I would say more than a taxi oh sure but it's like I'm already going from wherever yeah they're already doing that Hamburg route so to Frankfurt car share, like, who wants to come with me yeah cool yeah very cool yeah, this was awesome. Um, uh, before we before we close everything up, uh, why don't you spend a little bit of time just sharing uh, with our listeners uh, how they can find you, uh, where they can learn more about your uh, travels and your adventures, and yep. um, follow you on social media, etc. So on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, it's all Life is a Dream one and then. On my blog is Endless Travel, 
uh, endlesstravel.weebly.com and YouTube is just Liam Hitchens. So oh, cool. the easiest way to start, search for it. So. Where's, uh, where's your most regular content? Is it on, on your blog or is it via YouTube? Uh, YouTube would be the most regular. Uh, well, we can link to all this stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely like, include links in the show notes. So, Yeah. Um, blogs are mainly once a week. I want to get more up and down. But trying to do good like the video editing takes a lot of my time. I completely so understand. To, I Yeah. I uh, spend a lot of time vid- uh, editing videos as well, and that is just a painstaking process, but you, yeah. usually really yeah. worth it, especially with travel videos. You get some really cool stuff there. So Yeah, definitely. Super cool. Well, um, that's our show. As always, we ask that you leave any questions you have in the comments section below, or if you have a specific question, feel free to email us directly or connect with us on social media. Our email address is kaylaandsilas at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest by searching Kayla and Silas. You can also find us on iTunes. And if you want to leave us a review, that would be awesome because it helps people find our show. Once again, I'm Kayla. And I'm Silas wishing you luck with your upcoming adventures. Thanks, Liam. Thanks, Liam. Cheers.